Welcome to Musically Speaking, the podcast with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro, where we discuss all things music, the business of music, and making your mark as an independent artist. We're glad you're here. So let's get this show started. All right. Uh, 2019 has arrived. It's here. Uh-huh. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Louis. Happy New Year, my friend. Hope, uh, uh, Happy hope New Year, everyone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hope uh, everyone uh, had a great Christmas, had a great New Year, got everything they wanted under the tree, um, and you've already written down and set your goals for 2019. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to start the new year running. In other words, don't give yourself too much time to think about, oh, what do I want to do next thing you know? It's April. You haven't figured out what you wanted to do with yourself, so. Oh yeah. But it's always it's it's always an interesting time of year, right? January, uh, you're you're kind of coming back from what is the hangover of the ending of the year, getting yourself back into the swing of things, and musically speaking, it's also a time of year for uh, recaps of what's happened in the past and also celebrating a lot of the music that was successful the year before. And what I mean by that is, you know, you have your awards shows, Grammys being the big one. And then you have oh, yeah. all these other ones that pop up, American Music Awards, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it gets pretty busy. And uh, it's award season. It, it kind of turns the tide towards award season. But it's been a i think 2018 was one of the busiest years in terms of music a lot of stuff got kind of lost in the shuffle there there were your, there were your big hits no nothing was like huge there right. was there was there was there was not like a a song or an album that the whole world had to kind of listen to in my opinion you know i think drake was probably the closest but even then I feel like Drake and a lot of other albums, and, and Louis, you can jump in at any point here. It feels like the world of streaming, which has really taken over as kind of the big source of revenue for a lot of the bigger folks. Right, absolutely. Spotify and Apple Music and all those big juggernauts of of, uh, of streaming, for sure. You know, you, you've, I've, I felt that streaming was the catalyst for music as opposed to more like the record label. You, you've noticed there was a bit of a tie there, a turn. And, and one of the things that I noticed a lot was albums that could have easily been double or almost triple albums are coming out as one album, one project. Right. Which is, most people say that they use that to jack up streaming and drag, jack up their, their numbers, right? Right, right. And I think wasn't there a, a, more, a most notable one um, that uh, I think we had talked about before that had like twenty plus tracks on it? Yeah, I mean Drake comes to mind because that was the one that was the most popular. But Migos was another right, one. A lot of the go, a Migos, lot, right? A lot of the hip hop albums that you saw come out were extremely heavy in terms of material, and it it worked well. In the beginning, right? The, all, every single song charted on, on the billboard and a lot of people were streaming, but then nothing kind of stuck. Right. Yeah, it was kind of kind of dormant. It was, uh, yeah, here I am and then you're gone tomorrow. It wasn't, it wasn't a big, uh, it didn't stick. 
in, yeah. in terms of yeah in terms of staying power i think that if you're looking at artists that had big time staying power uh cardi b was i mean she was on every single best of list yep for sure and it surprised me i i was i was actually i think impressed. i think she surprised most folks i think a lot of people have you know, kind of written her off after she got pregnant and said you know hey you know that that's a not a wise move for your career you know it's kind of a career killer um and i think she came back even stronger i mean you know when she when she first landed she landed with a big splash um you know her first single out the gate was was enormous um but then her album was uh i think was even bigger yeah you know that's what impressed me the most i am not a fan of someone who comes out with a single right okay it's a big hit People are listening to it. What else do you have to offer? That right. was basically my response to Cardi B, but I was not dismissing her. I just said, I want to see what a label does with what she, you know, because when you're talking about a label, and, and Luis, you know, you know about this, now you're talking about access to features, access to better producers, oh, yeah. access yeah. to, you know, features in, in, in being in talk shows, etc. Yeah, and money. You got promotional budgets, you got, you know, marketing budgets, you got marketing teams, you got you got a whole slew of resources that that make an album uh, kind of, uh, you know, reach its full potential. So once I knew that, okay, she was getting signed, she was going to put something... Now I was curious because I wanted to see, well, who's going to work with her? Who are they going to, you know, put as a team to back her up? Obviously, she is involved or not involved in this case with one of the the guys from, from Migos, so Offset. So there was a lot of that involved. And, which and you know I think, what? I, which I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, I think, isn't that over? Or doesn't she have, a, I think she was getting divorced or something like that? Yeah, this is the this is the gossip section of the show. Uh, <laughs> for those who are wondering, I, honestly, I I'm not too sure what's going on. Right yeah. it, in the beginning, there was rumors that you know Offset was having some trouble there, staying faithful. But this is, I think, when, Lewis. This is a, a problem that I'm seeing a lot. Is Cardi B goes on social media to kind of tell her story. Yeah. She didn't want yeah. she didn't want the tabloids to do it, so she does it herself. Which I think is great. You're getting in front of the story. But at the same time, now it's like I have more questions than I had before, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she says it's over on social media. And now you're putting Offset on the spot, right? Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah. I, I, you know, and there's ego involved there. So being macho, you know, he's like, oh, man, you're, you're embarrassing me in front of my boys here. So what does he do? He goes and interrupts her show and says, "I'm so sorry, baby." Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, sorry for the segue, but uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I think I I just looked it up real quick. She's 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 on Atlantic, um, which is a huge label, huge label. So uh, yeah, I think they did a pretty good job. I think they did a pretty good job of of putting her in the right places. I think she had the right features. Um, I she did a lot of crossing over into pop. Um, one of them that came to mind is Maroon Five, uh, the, his his recent single. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was on that, and and uh, she did some stuff with. Uh, where, where else was she? Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the top of my head. Well, she did a lot of features with, uh, you know, uh, Latin artists as well. Right, exactly. In, yep, yep. Uh, El Alfa. She did a song with Bad Bunny, so she's involved in, in not just crossover on the pop side of things, but. Also on the Latin world, right? Yeah, pretty smart. So, yeah, and then it was a, it was. I think that that album really impressed me, 
you know there were there were other albums that really did some some impressive work uh, later on we'll do a show about the grammys and kind of preview that yeah 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 and one of the things i wanted to mention i know we, we had we you and i have talked kind of offline about this was the whole surprise um album um this past year and 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 how that's uh how that's panned out and i think one of the last ones that we did see was uh and we talked about this a little bit was eminem's come um his newest album kamikaze um and uh and how that was uh how that was you know kind of reviewed you know within the industry and how people saw saw that album because that really i think that was the last surprise album right like you know not here yesterday and here today kind of thing yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to define surprise album these days because there's no real strategy towards how an album gets done. People have really shined, shined away from, you know, the, the regular promo. You know, you right. put out a single right. and then you go to a talk show and then, you know, you tease a video. Like, they completely, that's gone now. Well, I think to your point, I think, I think artists are trying to, you know, Throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. You know, from my understanding, for a good example is Kanye West. I think the way he approached it, um, you know, with having this whole listening party out in what was it, Oklahoma, or I forget where it was. Yeah, um, it was like Wyoming or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. Yeah, you know, and and just and 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 using social media to kind of uh, you know keep the interest and um, the kind of suspense. Um, alive, and I, I think artists are trying to figure out ways with this new medium, with 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 uh, social media, on how to on how to you know maximize on that. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting. I think 2018 was definitely the year of artist empowerment and, and using different tactics to get the attention of of the audience. You know, not just surprise albums, uh, listening parties, media work. I also feel like there was a big comeback on what is the underground artist and Bad Bunny, Anuel, those kinds of like Latin trap kind of guys. Yep. Really took that, I'm just going to let the streets talk for me type of attitude. Right, right, right. And that worked very well because right now you don't need radio to define you as an artist as much. Right, right. Well, one of the biggest, I think one of the biggest examples was Takashi Six Nine and how he had a incredible year. You know, a lot of ups and downs, and and you know, it's unfortunate where he's at now. But you know, in looking at the in two thousand eighteen, um, he was one of the most prolific, in your face, um, artists out there who were, you know, they were underground and kind of build themselves up. And he put himself in a position where, you know, he it was undeniable the kind of numbers he was putting up. And he made sure that you knew that, you know, and every appearance that he had, every interview. Um, it was, you know, it was kind of weird kind of watching, you know, an accident kind of happen, you know. That, that, that's my take. You know, I just kind of, you know, you saw the writing on the wall with just his behavior and what he was saying and, and positions he put himself in. Um, and it kind of, you know, all came to fruition at the end, but I think he set, kind of set the bar of what's possible in that, and and when you approach music that way, you know, from an underground independent, um, in your face, you know, I'm here kind of, kind of attitude. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I've noticed also in regards to the music industry is there's, there's kind of two sides to it. There's the very professional, I'm going to do things a certain way and really push an album or a project right. in a way that's very polished. 
But then there's also like that raw, I'm just going to throw things out there. You just, you know, Takashi kind of fits within that role. Bad Bunny, a lot of these uh, these hip-hop artists that kind of made their way up to Tentacion is another one. Yeah. These guys yeah. just kind of threw themselves onto the public and embraced whatever raw, you know, feel that they could get. You know, right. Good Glass is another one. Yep. Which, and, that, and one of the things that I also like is hip-hop is kind of leading that example when if you look back you know i've been watching a lot of uh, you know documentaries rock and roll was really the raw space yeah for this kind of work where people would just go out there and throw themselves and see what they can do rock and roll really filled that vo- that that void now it's now it's hip-hop i think yeah no you're right that's that's a good uh a good comparison um i think i think they they set bars and they, you know, and, and broke molds back then. I think this this generation, um, I mean, of course, back then you didn't have social media. Um, but it, I think social media just now amplifies it. So I, I can see rock and roll back in, you know, in, in the 70s and 80s um, kind of being at the same plateau. It, it would if they had social media, you know, and how, how big and how, how how much of a spotlight would be on those artists and what they've done and their tours and, and those kind of things. So it's a, it's an exciting time, but, uh, you know, it's different. Yeah, you know, that the social media kind of has eliminated what is probably the slow burn. You'll have a, a song out. It, it plays maybe in one part of the country and maybe makes its way towards another section and it builds to a crescendo. Right. And social media is just like, here it is. They're going to throw everything at you in one shot and it's gone in about a week. Yeah. yeah. Wait very for the true. next thing. Very true. Which, which makes it very hard for artists to have any sort of longevity. It almost makes it feel like they need to be doing something all the time. To, to remain in the spotlight, which is going back to Takashi Six Nine, between singles he was just acting up. Yeah, yeah. But it kept him in some sort of view. Right, right. And, that, and that's how they approach it. That's how they approach. It. I mean, and you look at um, when you look at Eminem's album. Um, you know, I think when it first came out, it, you know, it had a lot of accolades and, and uh, it was well received. Um, and people, you know, even talked about this being one of his best albums. But, you know, we're we're coming into January and, you know, where's Eminem? You know, we haven't heard from him. We haven't they're not playing the single anymore on the radio. So it's that it's that quick, man. You know, you, you, you put a lot in, you, you come out with a big bang. And, you know, if you're not in front, front and center, um, then you're, you know, you're easily forgotten. Yeah, it it definitely makes it very hard to be consistent. Uh, another artist that I think really got the got the short end of the stick in 2018 was uh, Nicki Minaj. You know, you work very hard to put out an album like Queen. It was somewhat highly anticipated, and the tsunami of Cardi B just swept her over. Yeah, I mean, there was no no. <laughs> was, and, I mean, and, and, they, they went at it, right? I think I think they've had a couple of they they've had a couple of run-ins. There's a there's a feud brewing there that I think has a lot of potential, in terms of the hip hop kind of going back and forth. But it's that that's kind of how it is. I mean, even other genres have suffered because of this wave of just constantly throwing things at you. Uh, you know, Lenny Kravitz had a great album that just wasn't nobody really knew about. Right, right. So it's it's all these kinds of things. That, that get put out there. And now with the Grammys coming up, which we'll talk about eventually in a future podcast, I'm going back and saying, 
were these albums really worthy of being uh, nominated? So, mm. yeah. or is it, did the label really push for this album to get heard, you know? And I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to do a little homework. I have a good friend of mine who is part of the Recording Academy. And okay. one of the things that they do is they send you everything. Every single thing that could possibly be nominated. Mm. And That'll be interesting you, to see. Yeah. Yeah. And you make, you know, you listen to it and you make a nomination. But uh, I'm going to chat with them because there were genres like I'm not very familiar with some certain genres, right? Yeah, right. Country music is probably one of them. Uh, maybe some of the more urban R&B or whatever they feel is alternative these days. I'm not that familiar with, but they'll say, hey, this is going to be, you know, po possibly nominated. You got to sit there and listen to that. Yeah. That, that's a cool job though <laughs> well it is i mean being part of the academy one of your responsibilities is to you know choose winners yeah yeah you know um, i've always wanted to be part of that and i'm going to ask him what the rule is because you need to have certain certain rules to be considered part of the academy you know certain sales numbers and things like that okay yeah let me know that's that, that's interesting so that's interesting. Gonna... Yeah, the inside scoop. That's my buddy Roger Ortega. I'll give him a shout out. Make sure he tells. Oh, Roger. Him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're like, we're like, we're row family here. Yeah. Shout out to all the row rows out there. Yes, sir. But that's interesting. So when when is the uh, when is the Grammys here? I don't know off the top of my head, but okay. I believe it is sometime in February. Usually, it is late February. Uh, hopefully, not, hopefully Kanye's not around. And, you know, coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, that's one of my favorite things. I love watching these award shows. And the Grammys itself has always been or has started to turn towards just a smorgasbord of artists kind of playing a bunch of songs together with maybe five or six. Uh, Aired awards, right? Yeah, because they, yeah. they do a lot of awards off, uh, off, offline. So they, they do that. They have a show, I believe it's the day before. Where they right. kind of do all of that, and then they just air the really biggies. Yeah, yeah. During the award show, well, that'd be interesting. See who gets album of the year and uh, an artist of the year. Those are always my favorites to look out for. And I think, um, I mean, other award shows like like BET, um, uh, they they do a good job of, of well, I say the past two or three years of kind of mixing it up and having the ciphers. Um, introducing uh, indie artists who get to perform, you know, quick minute set. Um, so I, I've always enjoyed that that part of uh, that type of award show. Um, I think the Grammys are, of course, you know, in, in the artist world, those are the upper echelon. That's that's what you strive to even be nominated for. Um, and and I think uh, with that comes, you know, just a lot of commercial. Um, what you would expect from a big, you know, big artist commercial show. So I, I like I like some of the littler shows, you know, like like uh, the BET and and um, uh, MTV Music Awards and those like that because they're a little more edgy, a little more you know social media driven. Um, while the Grammys are, you know, kind of you know, you know the high class, you know, this is where you want to be, kind of you know. Uh, kind of award shows but nonetheless you know it gives you a good barometer of where the industry is and where it's headed um, in my opinion I don't know what do, what do you think I mean yeah I think that the the other award shows take more risks which I think is important and they give you access to artists that 
might have might not get might not be at Grammy level per se. Right. Whether it's not the name recognition or they have specific music that's you know not on the radar yet. And I really appreciate those shows because you're probably looking at a future Grammy winner at these events or a, somebody who's won in the past and right. is trying something different. You know, and I, I like those too. I think that the Grammys themselves, I usually watch the Grammys for a couple of things. One, I want to see what the trend is. Right. The Grammys tend to set the trend, whether it's this, they're finally recognizing you know latin music or right. hip-hop is taking a, a more front and center there's more women involved or right, right. they're they're finally going to fix the best new artist category which i have a humongous beef with but you know <laughs> tell them why you're mad <laughs> <laughs> well uh, best new artist the definition of that is just almost a joke you'll have artists that have been around for a decade but just because right. they have one album as part of a major label right the recording academy is like oh they're new no that doesn't mean you know so there's issues with that, but at the same time, it's more about seeing what is the where is Grammy trending? Where are they trying to do, and, and are they or are they going backwards? Which mm. has been a problem as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I mean, and good segue. I mean, in terms of shows, I think uh, for 2018, um, I was really surprised and excited about was you know Netflix stepping up and doing some great. Doc, music documentaries um, that I enjoyed, like uh, Evolution of Hip Hop, was great. Um, there was that show. What's that? Sh it's a hip hop show. Uh, there no. I think they did two seasons. Um, it was based on old school hip hop. Uh, oh my god! Was it Rapture? It? No, no, no. It was. Uh, mm, I'll, I'll do the research. But nonetheless, uh, I, I think Netflix did a great job of uh, of bringing music. Um, to life you know in in terms of documentaries and movies um and that's just another place to to be able to get some music knowledge and history and hear some new stuff i think i think that was great as well yeah if there's one documentary that i i think everybody needs to see in terms of music it's on netflix it's the quincy jones documentary oh yes yes i heard about that yeah i gotta check that out so it's quite amazing and if you are only familiar with quincy jones because he helped create fresh prince of bel-air uh, there's more to him <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah but i mean his life is quite amazing he has been able to do decades of of music but really touch upon some really cool things i mean you're talking about from big band to orchestra to music to michael jackson to frank sinatra to hip-hop you know uh he has touched uh, upon almost everything and at this point he's where, and he's still trying to, you know, he's visiting and he's all over the country and, and yeah. the world. Very, very important stuff. As as we get ready to get you guys prepared for what is award season in 2019, I think this is a good moment to kind of talk about what, what goals do we have musically between you and I, Lewis? And get people thinking about what musical goals that they might have, not necessarily performing or anything like that. But do you have any goals, musically speaking, for 2019? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think about it, uh, you know, as, as I approach the end of the year and kind of where where I've been and where I want to be. Um, and, you know, I think in, in our in our introductory podcast, podcast number zero, we talked about, you know, our history, where we came from and what are we doing now? 
um, you know, I've, I've been focused on, on, you know, recording music for the past 20, 30 years. Um, but you know, one of the goals I have set for next year is really is to, is to learn an instrument. Um, you know, I think I've, I've, uh, I've spent a lot of time on, on understanding, you know, how to record music and mix music and master music. Um, but I didn't spend a lot of time on the music production side, creating music, um, you know, just, uh, getting on a piano and just, you know, pumping out some beautiful melodies and, and that would inspire some great songwriting. So I, I definitely this year want to focus on, on learning an instrument, um, particularly piano, um, get, you know, get as, as, as good as I can with that. Um, you know, and then also I wanted to focus my business on, uh, really, you know, working on music for TV and film. I think there's a huge opportunity with all of the, um, you know, social media and all of the, you know, reality shows. And there's so many great TV shows out there that, um, that accept and, and welcome independent music. Um, so not, you know, music that you necessarily hear on the radio or that's commercial, but a really an indie band out of Arkansas has a chance to, you know, to, to get their music played on a show. So I really want to focus on that aspect of the music business um, and just see if I can find some uh, some success, to, you know, in, in doing that. So what are your goals in, in terms of music for uh, 2019? Yeah, I think one of the things that I really want to do is continue to kind of hone in on this podcast and get really good at it. Yeah get people involved and have folks kind of say, hey, why don't you talk about this topic? You know, why don't you talk about that? I really like what you're doing. And then really focus on that and, and feel very comfortable doing more podcasting because I do live work, but this is fun. And yeah, I, I agree. This, I agree. This seems to be kind of the next step in, in terms of getting your, your opinion out there and your voice out there. A lot of niche markets for podcasting. So I think I want to do that a little bit. And another thing that I really want to focus on is listening to more music. Uh, you know, now mm -hmm. that streaming has really taken hold and there's so much access, I, I don't want to be handcuffed to whatever is popular. So really digging in there and, and just every week saying what's new, what's out and doing that again because I kind of got away from that. Yeah, that's exciting, man. Yeah, that, that, so, that's cool. I discovered so many great people just saying, oh, uh, let me just listen to this song. And I'm like, who's that? And I want to do a little bit more of that because I think it's going to open my horizons more, specifically when we're talking about podcasts. Right, right. right. Yeah. And I In think it's, 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 it's to our listeners' benefit that we're informed, right? That we're not just on what's, you know, commercial and what's popular, but we bring light to you know to those artists and those songs that deserve it and i think that's our responsibility and i think uh i think we get a we'll get a lot of joy out of doing that definitely agree and i think that's that's going to be kind of the goal towards 2019 we hope to provide you all with some really good podcasts and topics so if anybody has suggestions, please hit us up. Let us know. Yeah, please visit our website, musicallyspeakingpodcast.com. Make it a regular site that you visit. Um, we do have a, a great blog that we keep up to date with uh, some great topics. And, um, you know, please comment on them so we can, uh, you know, kind of broaden our horizon. Maybe there's something we haven't seen or haven't heard about um, that we can talk about. So this is, you know, this is about the love and passion for music. Um, not just the f actual music, but the business of music. And we can, we'll talk about trends and we'll talk about, 
strategies that we are seeing, you know, being implemented and, and, uh, and what's working, what's not working. Um, you know, the, I think the goal here is not just to serve those who are music fans, but, you know, also those people who are interested in getting into music. You know, maybe there's a songwriter out there or maybe there's someone who plays piano who produces music who wants to learn a little bit more about how to get their music heard. You know, there's tons of opportunities here and we want to make sure this podcast is kind of all encompassing um, and, uh, and and welcomes everyone. For Sure. So feel free to hit us up on the website. There's a Twitter on there as well, which we keep very active. Uh, anytime there's links uh, that are somewhat important dealing with music, it's going to be up there. So make sure you follow us on there and even include us on maybe one of your lists through Twitter. It's, it's going to be a, a good source because we're going to be able to talk about everything on yep. here share 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 where where are we going to be in terms of uh, where you can get the podcast yes so for those who are listening to us now thank you but the podcast is available on mixcloud it's going to be available through apple itunes so go ahead and if you have that iphone you can get it through there uh, also we are on the final stages of spotify we've gotten approved for sweet, spotify sweet 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 so be on the lookout for links on there, or you could just do a quick search. So there's no excuse for not being able to listen to us. For sure. So, uh, so I guess the last segment we always like to end with is, uh, you know, what, uh, what are you thankful for? You know, since 2018 is, uh, is in the past, 2019 is ahead of us. If you're listening to this podcast, um, Pedro, what are, you know, what are you, what are you thankful for? Yeah, you know, I think 2018 was a, a wonderful year in terms of uh, projects and thinking of things differently. You know, it was a wonderful year personally and professionally. So I think 2019 is a opportunity to build on that. So uh, I'm just very thankful for, uh, A, my health, uh, the, the friends that I've made, the relationships that I've been able to maintain. And uh, actually, I'm very, very thankful uh, for being drama free, man. I've been pretty <laughs> drama free. Sweet. Love Not that. a lot of issues. Staying away from people with drama and problems. And I think that that's made my life very, very successful so far, man. What are, <laughs> Good deal, what, man. Are, what are you thankful for, man? And, and what are you looking forward to in terms of what you're thankful for well, in 2018? I'm, I'm thankful for uh, for my family. Uh, you know, I've, I've enjoyed uh, my granddaughter um, immensely. And uh excited to be welcoming a new grandchild uh in uh, in february so i'm excited about that um you know grandpa times too so uh uh you know in terms of my career music i think uh you know i think i'm turning a corner and uh you know i'm looking forward to what's ahead um i'm really really excited about this podcast i think think back to your point i think it's a it's a great opportunity it's fun it's something that uh allows me to be you know kind of steer my creative passion um and talk about things that i love so i want to thank you um for teaming up and uh you know and kind of you know entertaining this idea to to, to do this and i think uh we have a lot of success um ahead of us thankfully nice. hopefully yeah. yeah so and then thank you to everyone who listens and gives us feedback Go and check out uh, previous episodes if you have not, and future episodes if you are been from us with us from the beginning. And looking forward to 
more great chats. Yes, musically sir. speaking, of course. Yes, sir. <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Musically Speaking with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro. Be sure to visit Musically Speaking Podcast.